Hello, welcome to or welcome back to Try Not To Care. If you're new here, hello, my name is Ashley. I upload an episode every single Monday and I talk about literally anything I'm thinking about, feeling, going through. Sometimes I'll do an episode based off what you want to hear, but I upload every single Monday and I've been doing that basically every Monday for two years. If you're listening to this in real time, it's two years on the 17th. Today's the 15th. This comes out, I think. So two years on the 17th. It's been two years since my life has completely changed for the better. I still can't believe that this is my life and this is where the podcast is. And I can't discredit how hard I worked to get Try Not To Care to where it is. But I will say, I do think there's a little bit of a combination between hard work and me being delusional. I truly believe me being as delusional as I was got try not to care and got me to where I am now. So today I want to share my story and why I think being delusional actually works and why you should be delusional too. Also, if you hear licking next to me, my dog Isabella is sitting next to me today on the couch. We're recording in a different area, but let's get into it. Let's talk about being delusional. If you've been listening to Try Not To Care for a while or you've been following me for a while, you've definitely heard this story of how I got to where I am and my podcast and you're probably like, okay, we get it. We've heard this. But to anyone who's new here, who's listening for the first time, I do want to give you a little insight into how everything came to be. So basically, I always wanted to do social media. At first, it was a hobby. I grew up watching people doing YouTube. I watched Andrea Russett, Gen X Penn, Nikki and Gabby, Shane Dawson, all the beauty gurus. And I would watch them and I was so inspired by their videos and their lives. And I wanted that. I wanted to create content because, well, one, I love the process of it, like filming it, editing it, watching it back. But two, because I loved the connection aspect of it, connecting with others who watched your videos. So I would film videos and I had the dream to build a following. So I started filming and posting them, but then I would delete them and I wouldn't share them to, you know, my other socials or share them with my friends because I didn't want anyone I knew to know I was doing YouTube. At the time, I didn't realize how harmful this was of posting and then deleting because I was limiting myself. The less people viewing my videos, the less views it got, which meant the farther away I got from building a following. Every time I deleted a video, I was self-sabotaging. This dream of doing social media or YouTube full-time was never going to work if I was treating it as if it didn't matter to me. Like every big creator has gotten to where they are now because they post their content and they leave it up and they let people watch it and they let people interact with it whether they like it or not. They don't delete it. You can't expect to become a big content creator but have no videos. And although this is something that I always wanted to do, as I got older and I reached a certain age, I think like probably 20, I started thinking I'm getting too old for this and if it hasn't worked out yet, it's never going to, so I should stop trying. I also had people in my ear telling me it wasn't gonna work out. I had a boyfriend at the time who didn't even want me posting on Instagram, let alone doing YouTube. I had friends who were making fun of people who were doing social media and I just had people in my life who weren't supportive of what I wanted. It just seemed too hard to pursue. So I stopped and I finished college. I got a big girl job 
And I did that until COVID hit and it felt like the whole world stopped. I had just gotten my job at this school when COVID hit and when we had to shut down, they refused to pay me at first because I was so new. So I was really stressed out about that and I was stressed out about just the idea of things shutting down because I had never experienced that before. But despite being so stressed out and worried about the future, I was also kind of relieved because it gave me an excuse to pursue social media. It almost felt like this is your last chance, take it or leave it. This is your one opportunity to give it your all. You have no excuse to not make it work. You literally have all the time in the world to make it work, so do it. So I did, but instead of YouTube, I pursued TikTok and I started posting TikToks every day, multiple times a day. And I tried everything. I made funny, well, not really that funny, but like I tried to make funny meme videos. I did dancing, fashion, coffee videos, literally anything that I was seeing on my For You page. I just tried it to see what would work. By no means did I become TikTok famous or make a career out of TikTok. I still had to go back to work and I balanced both. So I worked at my job for two years until I realized how unfulfilled I felt there I felt like I was wasting my time and when I say wasting my time I just mean I wasn't using my time wisely I'm a firm believer that there's no such thing as time wasted because you always learn something from that experience but at that time I just knew that there were were other things I could be doing with my time that I wasn't and I wasn't making the right decision by staying at that job I was only staying at that job because it was comfortable and it was a job and it seemed like what I was supposed to be doing it made my family happy and when people would ask me what I did for work I could proudly say I work with children with autism and behavioral needs and that felt better to say to people than saying I do social media for a living because unfortunately people don't respect that as much as other jobs which I get it I get that but Staying at a job for that reason isn't a good enough reason to stay at that job. You should be working in that field because you want to or because it matters to you. And it just didn't. I loved the kids. I loved my coworkers. I loved making a difference. But I knew I could make a difference elsewhere where I didn't fucking hate my job and hate my life. And I know that sounds harsh, but the job was such a burnout job. I went home and I was just miserable. I contemplated leaving that job so many times, especially on the bad days, on the days where it was so chaotic and maybe I got a chair thrown at me or I got bit or scratched or I had to clean up shit on the wall. Just on the days that were bad, I was like, I'm leaving, this sucks, I quit, I can't do this anymore. But I would still wake up the next day and go to work. The last few months working at that job, I would cry driving to work. I would literally text my boss five minutes before I had to go in and be like, I'm sorry, I I just need a minute. I'm in my car, I'm sobbing. I would go out on my lunch break to my car and cry. I would go to the bathroom halfway through the day just to decompress. And I think my boss and my coworkers knew how exhausted I was and how checked out I was that they weren't surprised at all when I put my two weeks in. But what brought me to do that was realizing that there was never going to be a good time for me to quit. 
the reason I hesitated leaving that job for so long was because I didn't know what my next move was. I wanted to do social media, but I didn't know how I was going to support myself without working a job like I was. But there was one day I was driving into work and I vividly remember like where I was on the road when I thought this. And I thought, if you don't leave now, you never will. You're never going to wake up and feel comfortable enough to leave. You're never going to make enough money and save it up to leave. You're still going to feel this way in a year from now, five years from now. It's going to be uncomfortable and new and scary regardless of when you decide to leave. So you might as well leave now. And we went on Christmas break and I spent that time off just pouring all my time and energy into creating content. And I realized how how much happier I was and less anxious I was, how much more pleasant I was to be around. Like I wasn't so miserable and being bitchy to my boyfriend. I was happy. So at the end of the two weeks, I ended up emailing the principal of the school, like not my boss, but my boss's boss, telling him I quit. And to be honest, I didn't want to put two weeks in. I wanted to quit right there, but I didn't want to do that to my boss or my coworkers and leave them hanging. So I put my two weeks in and I told myself from that point on, I was going to give everything to social media. If I was going to quit, I was going to make this work. And if I hit rock bottom, that's fine because there's only up from there. During this time in my life, like leading up to me quitting, I was listening to this podcast called Mindset Magic Manifestation. And I was really inspired by how much influence Michaela had over me and my life. I think a huge part of why I felt comfortable enough to leave my job and pursue social media was because of her podcast. A lot of what she said resonated with me and it gave me courage to leave because she instilled in me that whatever is meant for you, it will not pass you and that you can have anything you want. You just need to believe in it. And you can't doubt yourself or your ability to have the things that you want. So not only did this podcast give me the balls to quit my job and do social media, but it also inspired me to start my own podcast. I wanted to do social media full time, but I also wanted to do something that fulfilled me in the way that I thought my last job would. I wanted to be proud when I told people what I did for work. I didn't want to say I just make TikToks, which is fine if you do. But TikToks then and even now to me just feel very fun, like a hobby. And I wasn't ever really putting much thought or effort into them I didn't feel like I was doing enough and if I was going to quit my job I wanted to do something that felt meaningful and that gave me purpose when I started trying not to care I mainly did it because I needed an outlet for myself I needed a place to express all my thoughts and all my emotions But I also wanted to provide a space for others who maybe felt alone or confused or misunderstood. I didn't go into creating this podcast thinking it was going to become this big thing. So I quit my job and I start trying not to care. And I'm also doing a bunch of odd jobs to make money like Instacart, selling my clothes, doing social media management. I'm doing I was doing song promotions, like literally anything just to keep me afloat and to get by. And I did this from January of 2022 to July of 2022. And July comes around 
and I'm so burnt out again but this time it's not burnt out in the way that I felt before like physically burnt out from doing so much hard work I'm now burnt out mentally and emotionally I got to a point where I felt maybe I made a mistake I have very little money social media isn't going exactly how I thought it would be not many people are listening to my podcast and I just felt like a loser I'm 25 at this point All my friends and people my age seem to have their lives figured out and I still feel like I'm a teenager who can't get it together. Every time someone would ask me how my podcast was doing, I felt so ashamed and I didn't even want to talk about it because it wasn't going the way that I wanted it to and I was so discouraged and I honestly considered stopping the podcast. But luckily, luckily my boyfriend at the time and over the course of the few months I was doing it, he was like, your podcast is good. It's really good and I'm not just saying that. It's going to change your life. Every good podcast starts small. It's going to work out. Part of me questions if he actually meant that at the time, if he really did believe that or if he was just being supportive. But him saying that nonetheless gave me enough encouragement to keep going and keep believing and knowing that this was going to work out, that I'm, I am doing a good thing, that this is a good podcast and I am enough and I'm doing good and people do care. People will care. Because of him affirming those things to me over and over, I adapted that mindset as well. And I started telling myself, this is just the beginning. I started looking at the process of it as an uplifting, inspirational story. Rather than thinking how bad my life was or how bad I felt, I started thinking when I'm at the top, people are going to look back at where I am now and think, wow, she is so inspirational. She's so strong. She went from the bottom to the top all on her own. And if she can do it, I can too. I started thinking, I'm going to be the most successful inspirational podcast out there. I'm going to help women all over the world. And at this time, I had maybe 200 people listening a week. But I really believed at one point or another, I was going to have millions of people listening to me. It wasn't just a thought that popped into my head or something I was hopeful of. I full-heartedly believed in this. I knew eventually things were going to blow up. Things were going to start happening because how could they not? I mean, I deserve it. If it's meant to be, it's going to be and I know it's going to be. And the reason I say that I was being delusional during this time is because of where I was at the time, there really was no evidence that things were going to change or that my podcast was going to be a huge success. I had no money in my account. I had very little people listening. From an outside perspective, it looked like I was losing my mind and making really bad decisions and being very irresponsible. But the reason things ended up working is because of that positive mindset I had. The fact that I truly believed that things were going to work out for me against all odds, against everyone thinking that I was a fucking lunatic and that things weren't going to work out. It worked because I believed it was going to. I think it was at the end of July that I decided to make a TikTok promoting my podcast and somehow, someway, it went viral and things really did change overnight. I went from having a couple hundred people listening to thousands and then hundreds of thousands and, and now millions. And when I posted that TikTok, I logged off And I went out to lunch with my friend. But I remember thinking when I posted it, this is going to be the TikTok that changes my life. This is going to be the TikTok that people discover trying not to care. 
And I just kept repeating that over and over to myself and thinking about that the entire time I was out until I logged back in and I saw that it blew up. And from that point on, I knew the only way to succeed was to be so delusional and to believe so hard in myself, even when no one else did. From that point on, I was going to think so delusionally that everything works out for me because how could it not? But now that you know my story and you know how I got to where I am, how trying not to care came to be, how does that happen? How does being delusional actually work? I want to be clear when I say be delusional. I don't mean step out of reality completely and just ignore your responsibilities and just stop going into work and have this false idea of reality. Yeah, I quit my job to pursue social media and yeah, I wanted it to work out, but I didn't go into it thinking, I'm going to wake up after quitting my job and have a million dollars in my bank account and not have to work a day in my life. I knew that there were going to be things that I still had to do to keep myself afloat in order to get to a point where I didn't have to do those things anymore. Being delusional literally just means believing in yourself so hard and believing that things are going to work out for you. The reason that being delusional works and the reason why it helps you achieve your goals faster is because when you believe things are working in your favor and you believe that you can have anything that you want, you're much more likely to show up as that version of you that you're envisioning. You're more likely to have the motivation to do the things that need to be done to get to where you want to be. And you're more optimistic throughout the journey. You're not doing something and then getting discouraged and being like, you know what, I don't want to do this. I'm going to delete that video or I'm going to stop doing that. The main difference between why YouTube didn't work out for me and why my podcast did work out for me is my thinking. When I was trying to pursue YouTube, I was so grounded in reality. The second that I saw any type of evidence that suggested that things weren't going to work out for me, I believed that and I fed into that narrative. If I saw that my video got three views, I was thinking, okay, see, no one wants to watch it. If people wanted to watch my video, they would. And because they aren't, no one likes my videos and no one's ever going to watch, so I should just stop. And that is exactly why things didn't work out for me. If you believe things aren't going to work out for you, you're going to look for any and all evidence that supports that, which in turn leads you to backing out or not putting all your energy into it. If you don't think something's going to work out for you, you're less likely to give it your all because you don't want to waste your time on something that's just going to fail. Let's say that you want to become a YouTuber. You have a bunch of people in your life telling you that it's a waste of time and it's never going to work out. So you already have that thought planted into your mind that it's not going to work out. And then you go and record a video or a bunch of videos. You spend your time editing them. But every time you post a video, you get five views. The lack of views reinforces the idea that you're not cut out for this and that it's not going to work out and you're wasting your time. So you stop posting. And those thoughts of YouTube not working out win. Now that you've given up and stopped posting or even maybe deleted those videos, YouTube is definitely not going to work out. But let's say that you want to be a YouTuber and you go into it believing that this is going to work out. I'm going to make this a career. People are going to love my videos because they're good. 
I'm going to help so many people. People are going to be so inspired by me. I'm going to earn a million subscribers and I'm going to make this my full-time job. When you go and post a video and you only get a couple views, definitely not a million views, maybe you get 20 views, instead of thinking no one's watching, no one cares, this isn't going to work out, you think that's 20 views closer to this working out. That's 20 people interested in my content. That's 20 people who might go on and share this with their audience or with their friends. You think this is one video closer to a video possibly going viral. You might even think this video only has 20 viewers right now, but it's going to catch the attention of someone really important and they're gonna share it and it's gonna go viral and my life's gonna change. This video will change my life. If you were to say that out loud, your friends might think you're batshit crazy and super delusional, but at least every time you post, you look for the good that will come out of what you're doing. You look for a reason to continue doing what you're doing. And the thoughts of YouTube working out are going to win, and those thoughts become your reality. That is the key. Your thoughts and your self-limiting beliefs control your reality. If you think you can't have something, you're never going to allow yourself to have it. If you think you can't be something, you're never going to allow yourself to become it. One of my goals that I put on my vision board for this year is to learn how to crochet. And I almost decided against doing it, even though it's already on my board and it's already the new year and I should be doing it. But the reason I almost backed out of that and was like, you know what, I'm not doing that. Scratch that. Don't want to do it. I had a thought pop into my head where it said crocheting is going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard to learn. And even if you look up on YouTube tutorials, you're probably not going to be able to figure it out and you're going to get frustrated and, and give up. So it's not worth it. You probably just shouldn't do it. But after I had that thought, I stopped myself and I was like, bitch, what the fuck? You can literally do anything you set your mind to. What are you talking about? You just need to believe you can do it. And best believe I'm going to learn. And you are all in charge of holding me accountable. I expect you all to start commenting on my TikToks being like, where's a video of you crocheting? How's the crochet doing? Do you make anything? I'm going to do it because I know I can. Your thoughts literally control your reality. If you're telling yourself, I'm not funny or I'm not smart or I'm not beautiful, you're not going to allow yourself to show up as any of those things. Growing up, I feel like people gave me this identity of, you are stupid, like you are not smart. And I adapted that identity and I believed I, I'm not smart. And instead of taking the time to educate myself and just become, I don't know, smarter, I walked around like I was a stupid ass bitch and that I didn't know anything when that's not true. I wasn't stupid. I just believed that I was. If you think I am so beautiful, you're more likely to believe that and show up in that way. I think a huge part of beauty is confidence. So if you think you're beautiful, that confidence is going to shine through and you're going to be gorgeous. If you think you're talented, you're going to go through life with so much ease. You're going to go and do so much more and do it well because you believe you can. I talked about this in an episode where I talked about manifestation, but every good thing started with an idea. The couch that you're sitting on, the car that you're driving in, the Stanley cup that you're drinking from. Those things are what they are now 
because someone at some point had an idea and believed in it so much, saw the value in it, and took action into making it a tangible, physical thing. It started in their mind or on paper or on a computer until they took action to bring it into reality. And the quickest way to do that is to believe that you can. Imagine if the first person who made the iPhone, which I think is Steve Jobs, so we're going to say Steve Jobs, imagine if he was like, I have this idea of an iPhone, but I don't know if it's a good idea and I don't know if anyone's going to buy it, so maybe I shouldn't. And he just like scrapped it and was like, nah, not going to do that. Do you see what I'm saying? Whatever you want, whatever you're dreaming of, you are fully capable of having it. It's not a bad idea. It's not far-fetched. The easiest way for you to make that thing a reality is believing that you can have it. You might want to start your own business and you have this whole elaborate blueprint of what you want your business to look like or what you want to sell or what kind of customers you want. You are fully capable of making that dream a reality, but you need to believe that it's possible. I'm not minimizing how hard it will be. I'm sure there's a lot of work that goes into building a business a lot of uh, time and energy, a lot of money. But once you believe you can do that and you start taking the necessary steps to making it happen, the only thing that's going to a thousand percent guarantee that it won't work is if you believe it won't work and you don't pursue it. And I think that's the biggest thing that I want you to take away from this episode. The only thing that will guarantee you not getting what you want is if you don't pursue it. You can't win if you don't try. I know it seems easier to not go after something that you want because you're afraid that it's not going to work out and you're afraid that if you give it your all and it doesn't work out, you're going to be let down or be embarrassed or be ashamed. I have definitely felt this way and I think that's part of the reason I didn't go after a lot of things in my life. I thought it would hurt less if I could control the narrative, if something didn't work out because I didn't allow it to rather than I didn't deserve it. If someone came to me and said, why didn't this thing work out? I could say, oh, well, I didn't pursue it. I didn't try hard. I didn't care about it, so it didn't work out. Instead of, I tried really hard and I wanted it really badly and I feel like shit now because it didn't work out and I'm bummed out that it didn't work out. But at some point I realized I'm going to feel like shit regardless. You know, maybe my ego wouldn't be as bruised if I could tell someone that something didn't work out because I didn't want it to or I didn't try. But... I would still be dissatisfied and unfulfilled because I'm still living a life that I don't want to live and I'm not doing what I want to do because I didn't pursue the thing that I wanted to do. When I left my job, I knew that it was either live this life that I'm living right now that I don't love forever or try and do better and it might not work out and I might have to go back to doing what I'm doing right now. But that's worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is that I'm living the life that I'm living right now. The best case scenario is I'm living the life that I want to live, a life where I'm happy and proud and excited to wake up. That's why I say be delusional. Believe that you deserve more. Believe that you can have anything you want. People might look at you like you're fucking insane, but that's because of their own self limiting beliefs that's because of their own insecurities and that has nothing to do with you they can continue living their life in a bubble and that's fine for them but if you want to do better 
Start thinking bigger, start doing better and see how different your life becomes. Before I close out today's episode, I want to give you guys a little assignment. If you're new here, I give you guys assignments every now and then whenever I remember to do so. They're never anything crazy. It's like writing in your notes app, writing in a journal, going and doing something. They're never a lot of energy, but I think they're helpful. So this week, I want you to write down things that you want to achieve or you want to do this year and then write something that affirms those things that you want to do. So let's say you want to do social media. Say, I want to be a content creator. This is going to happen because I'm funny. I'm pretty. People care what I have to say. And then on a separate piece of paper, I want you to write down any self-limiting beliefs or doubts. So with that one, it might be, I'm not funny. I'm not talented. People don't care what I have to say. There's not enough space for me to do social media. Just anything that blocks you from doing what you want to do this year. And with that paper, with the self-limiting beliefs and self-doubts, I want you to get rid of it, whether you light it on fire. And if you do that, please do it outside. Please do it safely. Um, throw it out rip it up you could dunk it in water just trash it like literally destroy it this is therapeutic one because it feels good to get rid of those thoughts but it's also symbolic of removing those thoughts from your mind and distancing yourself from those and only resonating with the affirming ones only looking at the affirming ones only keeping those in your space and getting rid of anything that doesn't support you doing what you want to do So go and do that. Let me know how it goes. You can DM me. You can respond to the Spotify Q&A on this episode. Just let me know if you do it and if it feels good, if it helps you in some way. I'm going to do it. I've done it before and it always makes me feel better. But that is it for today's episode. Thank you for coming and hanging out with me. Thank you for spending the last two years with me. So freaking insane. I can't believe we've been doing this for two years. I am so grateful for this podcast i'm so grateful for all of you i love you besties so much if you are new here or if you just haven't already make sure to check out my socials my tiktok my instagram my youtube someone commented on my tiktok the other day and they were like your raunchy side on tiktok is so much better than your angel side on your podcast and i will admit i'm much more raunchy and real not real I'm pretty emotionally real on here, but I have no filter on TikTok. So if you want to see that side of me, go check out my TikTok. Those are all linked in my show notes. If you want to ask me questions, if you want to suggest a topic episode, the Google form is in the show notes as well. That is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for coming and hanging out with me. I love you besties and I'll talk to you next Monday. I love you.